Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back today with Josh Mulvahill. He is the author of this incredible new book. It's called 50 Things Every Child Needs to Know Before Leaving Home, Raising Children to Godly Adults. And as we said on Monday, I, I just couldn't think of a better way to kick off 2022. I know at the beginning of every year, Everyone has their New Year's resolutions. Everyone's thinking about, I don't know what it is about that New Year, I guess, because it's new, but people are always thinking about what now, you know, what can I do to improve my life? What can I do to improve my family? What can I do to make things better? Not that everything's messed up. A lot of things are messed up today, but not that your parenting is messed up, but we're often thinking about things like exercise and diet, which, you know, those seem to be the two, of course, that come to mind. You see all of the advertisements for, you know, gym memberships, you know, you can get, you know, a whole year for $19.99 and all of the diets come out and all of the diet books. If you go to any bookstore in the whole world or any library, you're going to see all the diet and exercise books on display because that's what we think about in the new year. We think about how can we improve ourselves and we're willing to put the work in to make our diet better, to make our, you know, our, our, our physical being better. But how many of us go into the new year thinking about how can we be better parents? How can we better prepare our children for a life in service to Christ and pointing them to Jesus? And I'm telling you guys, this book is excellent. I know I keep saying that. If you're watching the video, this is the book here. It's called 50 Things Every Child Needs to Know Before Leaving Home. Um, I highly recommend getting it. And, and it, you know, it's interesting because on this podcast, we do not, people don't pay us to be on the podcast, of course. Josh is not paying us to be on this podcast so that we can sell a book for him. Um, we really strive in this ministry, in the Schoolhouse Rocked ministry, to equip you, the listener, with the best tools necessary to raise your kids, to homeschool them with excellence, to parent them with excellence, and to do everything from a biblical worldview. And so this book is one of those books that I think every parent should have. Um, it's one that will not leave my home. Um, I probably, If you ask me to borrow it, I'm going to say no thank you, but you can go um, get one at this link that I'll have in the show notes. <laughs> um, but it's such a great book. And basically what it is, is it's taking us through a roadmap of how to plan for our children's future, how to help them navigate through their childhood so that they can navigate successfully through their adult life. Um, and so there are 10 categories kind of, and we're going to, we're going to go through these 10 categories, but before we do that, and jump into that, I want to talk really quickly. And we talked about this kind of at the end of the last episode, what about the parent who did not start doing this 
early on because of course every parent we're listening to has older kids my oldest is now 16 and i didn't start this with her when she was young though we've been as intentional as we could with her parenting and we're going to dig into the the 10 categories um in just a second but really quickly josh can you tell us for myself and the other parents included how do we jump into this if we've not done this through their childhood we get asked that pretty pretty regularly, uh, and I will say, uh, step back from the edge and <laughs> take a deep breath. Uh, our oldest is fifteen. Um, you said yours is sixteen. So you know, you know, two or three years when you stop and kind of step back and think about the big picture, that's actually a lot of time. Hmm. Um, it's not like they're leaving in two or three months, right. and so. You know, we do what we can with the time that we have. And so I will say, don't, you know, don't kick yourself over what wasn't done or what you would have liked to maybe do differently. Um, but um, just uh, become intentional with the the time that is left, whether that's a couple years or longer and um, and pick the areas that matter the most. Because mm-hmm. there are there are big impact things and then there are other things they're important, but you know they're they're uh, they're not like your cornerstone kinds of things. And so um, you know, I think do what you can with the time you have, and um, and I believe God will honor that and yeah. uh, honor what's been done, and uh, and and uh, we leave the rest to Him. Amen. Amen. Trust the Lord. So let's talk about the ten ten categories um, that are in this book, and each category is broken down into several smaller categories, if you will, and that's where you get the fifty things from. We talked about the first one um, in the last episode, which is firm foundation. We got to set that firm foundation for our kids. Um, the next one you have Christ-like character development. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so Christ-like character develop. This is kind of the who that our children are becoming, you know, fruit of the spirit, how they respond to suffering. Uh, One of them that we have in there is uh, learns personal responsibility. And, um, you know, that's critical. If our children don't have that in their life, then of course, um, you know, there's all kinds of issues that that flow from that. But, um, and there are a few others, you know, I'm not gonna go through all of the 50 because it'll kind of make our head spin at times. (laughs) But it gives you just a little bit of a taste that, you know, these are kind of the who um, that we want to shape our kids to become. And, you know, honestly, a lot of these, some of these come um, by default, just as, a, you know, as a Christian, uh, but it's an ongoing kind of process. I had a conversation with my 12-year-old before we were coming out here, my 12-year-old and my nine-year-old son, uh, they pulled out our old Nintendo, like Mario Brothers oh, wow. <laughs> um, Nintendo that we, you know, we that we still had. They were like, can we play this, Dad? You know, they think it's great because all these vintage games. But their exchange on the couch uh, just this afternoon um, wasn't very Christ-honoring. And we had some conversations about uh, the fruit of the Spirit. You know, you know it was just a question. And I uh, graciously, I didn't come down hard on them, but do you, you know, do you, do you know what the fruit of the spirit are? And was that embodied in how you were interacting with each other? And of course it was a no. And um, so we had some good conversations around that. And uh, because that's on our mind as parents, it just becomes part of our conversation mm-hmm. um, in our, in our daily interactions with them. So that was just one little example just from today even. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is such a beautiful opportunity we have. And we talk about this all the time as parents who homeschool, 
we get to be the ones who disciple them throughout the day when they have those little spats with each other, when they're being unkind, even when they're being kind and loving, we get to just, you know, pat them on the back and say, good job. Thank you for being loving to your sister. Thank you for putting her needs before your wants. And, um, you know, it, it, I just so often think about how much opportunity we would miss if they were not with us throughout the day. Um, so, okay, we've got firm foundation, Christ-like character development. Uh, the next one is biblical beliefs and worldview. Let's talk about that for just a second. Yeah, yeah. So this is kind of their uh, their core beliefs. And man, you, we could we could probably, we listed five. We could probably list a gazillion yeah. more, but our kids are getting hit pretty hard in yeah. our culture today. And you, we can all probably think of some pretty significant areas and, um, you know, some, of uh, some of the key social issues of our day, as well as some of the mm -hmm. core doctrines of scripture and how are we teaching those things? Uh, you know, one of my, my oldest daughter's 10. And so, uh, when our kids hit about that fifth grade age range, uh, one of the things that we do is we do actually we do two things in this category. Uh, we take them through Kevin Swanson's book, uh, What Does the Bible Say About That? Uh, really good on worldview, kind of nine nine or ten different um, areas there. And then two, we start working on biblical womanhood or biblical manhood. Mm. So my wife is taking our 10-year-old daughter through um, Eight Great Dates by Dana Gresh. She mm -hmm. does that with some other moms. And it, you know, it's not so much the the resource, but it's the it's the conversations, it's the heart connections, it's the time together, and given really our daughter a um, a vision for what God created a woman to be and how she can grow into that, and um, and so that's just been part of our rhythm with our kids at that age range, and we'll do that. We've got two after her, so we'll do that with those as they get older as well. Yeah, you know, I I like that you talk about that because I think. As we have a roadmap, as we have a plan and goals for our kids individually, it really does make it much easier. You've got five kids. And so that's a lot of kids to juggle. And I think it would be easy for parents to say, I don't have time to meet the needs of each individual child, right? But when you plan it, and not that your plan can't be flexible, but when you plan it out and you say, okay, when they turn 10, somewhere in that 10th year, we're going to focus on this, you know, maybe take them away for a night you know, maybe just take them out for coffee, you know, whatever it is, but being intentional about what you're going to teach them um, through that year of their life, I think takes so much of the weight and the pressure off of us as parents feeling like, wow, I, had, I didn't get to that. When am I going to get to that? What do we, What is it that I'm supposed to be doing this year? But when we have a plan, then we know what we're supposed to do that year. And and one thing I want to say real quickly, you actually, do you recommend having a book for each child? Because it's it's a workbook. It's not just a book that you read. Actually, there's not a ton of reading in it. I mean, there's a good amount of reading, but it's also a workbook. So do you recommend having a workbook for each child? Yeah. So we created it as a keepsake so that if a parent wants to, they can record milestones and memories and then give it to a child as that child is older um, and really becomes an encouragement to that child, really how um, God worked in their life through their years. And uh, and that becomes a special piece for them then. Yeah. This would be a great baby shower gift. 
Anybody who's having yeah. a baby, this would be a great gift for them. Um, okay, so we've talked about firm foundation. We're talking about the 10 categories that are covered in the book. So we've talked about firm foundation, Christ-like character development, biblical beliefs and worldview. The next one is spiritual growth. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so spiritual growth would be your the, the spiritual habits we want our kids to have. So you could think through some of those prayer. Uh, we added great hymns of the faith mm. that often our kids don't know those. Yeah. Uh, key Bible verses. Um, studying the Bible, weekly, uh, being part of weekly corporate worship. That's, mm-hmm. um, I think that's critical. Uh, so our oldest, I do a father-son group with our sons. Um, we call it the Man Co. Uh, but we, uh, we're, teach, we're studying through Ephesians right now. And so we've, we've required that all of our boys have a Bible dictionary, a Bible commentary, and a Bible concordance. And so they're learning those Bible tools as they learn to study through Ephesians. Um, if you heard me reference what my dad did with Revelation. Yeah. Um, and it's good because it's just teaching them the habit of being in God's Word and how to use some of these really good tools uh, we're going. I'm going through this group with six other dads, and then all of our middle school, high school boys. And one of the dads said to me last week, he goes, "This is really good." He goes, "I, you know, I didn't. I didn't." He goes, "I never even knew what a Bible commentary was until last week." Yeah. Um, and so it's a good discipleship piece. Sometimes this is the growth piece we talked about, um, but then uh, it just helps our kids get in God's Word. And so, um, you know, our six-year-old, she's working on some key. Bible verses. We want all of our kids to have some of God's word in their heart. And so we're part of Awana for that reason, uh, because it helps us as parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of different tools out there for the different areas, but we, yeah. you know, we jump in uh, with different kids in different ways. Yeah, that's beautiful. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back. As we try to impart a biblical worldview in our children and equip them to be salt and light in an increasingly secular culture, we need tools to explain how the scriptures mold our view of every subject we teach. We need homeschool curriculum that shows how the Lord rules over everything we learn while stretching our children to follow Him wherever He leads. Learn how BJU Press Homeschool has served thousands of Christian homeschool families just like yours by visiting BJUPressHomeschool.com. What would you do if you were forced to actually defend your family from harm? Could you do it? Join us in Nevada this coming March at FrontSight for the Constitutional Defense course hosted by Rick Green. Rick offers a unique combination of constitutional and firearms training you won't find anywhere else. And he's offering an incredible discount for Schoolhouse Rocked listeners. Join us at Front Sight March 13th through 15th. Register at schoolhouserocked.com slash defense. That's schoolhouserocked.com slash defense. We are back with Josh Mulvihill. Um, I want to say thank you to our sponsors too. You know, I, we this podcast would not be possible without them. And so you guys, as you're listening to these uh, commercials, if you will, I guess they're commercials, um, please check out um, what what our, who our sponsors are, what it is that they're offering to you. Again, we're very particular about the people that we bring on the podcast as guests, but we're also very particular about our sponsors and those who stick with us um, as a podcast and who help support this podcast. We will never offer you anything that is not something that we would use or something that we believe in ourselves. And so we are so grateful for our sponsors. Make sure you check them out. Um, Okay. I'm going to just breeze through really quickly what the last few categories are in here. And then we're going to park on a couple of them really quickly. I'll go back. So there's 10 categories that the book talks about. 
And we've talked about firm foundation, Christ-like character development, biblical beliefs and worldview, spiritual growth. And then the last few are life skills, relational skills, work and money management, home management, personal care, and educational essentials. Um, I want to talk really quickly on life skills and relational skills because that all of these are so important. And, and you guys, this book is so powerful because it breaks apart each one of these categories and helps guide you as a parent to help guide your children in each of these categories. Um, but let's talk really quickly about life skills. What are some of the things that you have in there that are important for you to teach to your kids? Well, I'll start where we are right now. We've got a 15-year-old who's learning to drive. Yeah. Uh, so we want him to be able to not only drive responsibly, but maintain a car. So um, things like uh, changing the oil and fixing a flat tire and just basic car maintenance, we want our kids to know that, um, You know, we'll give them an opportunity yeah. to do that. We, um, a group of dads and and, uh, and our teenage sons, uh, a couple of weeks ago actually, got together in the parking lot of our church and taught our kids to drive a stick shift because ah. you just don't see those anymore. Yeah. And I tell you, his his uh, his tranny was, I think it was smoking <laughs> after all the boys were trying, but it was good. Um, and with, you know, with us, I actually did quite a bit of research online about teaching our son to drive. And we decided after that, I'm like, I think this is probably best for my, with our personalities for my wife to take this one and for me to to step out a little bit. Um, and so she's primarily the one that's doing that with Jay, our oldest. And it's been, uh, that, that's been uh, a mostly good experience for us. Uh, but some of the other life skills, I've uh, developed an appreciation for nature. Hmm. Um, we live on a small hobby farm. And when we moved here, we moved from the townhouse oh. and our kids had they just, they weren't used to being outside because we didn't have that opportunity a lot. Hmm. And we literally would put them outside and lock the back door. They say you have to be outside for a half an hour. Nice. <laughs> um, we, we really like uh, an individual named Carol Joy Saeed. She has a lot of great homeschooling mm -hmm. um, help. One of the things she says is that it's a good day when your kids are sweaty, bloody, and tired. Oh, nice. Uh, and, <laughs> uh, and just the joy of being outside connected with that means we try to shut off screens in our home because yeah. that's what competes for outside time. Sure. Um, but we want our kids to love it. Um, I'll just zoom through a couple others. Uh, knows how to communicate well, mm -hmm. understands how to navigate the internet and social media. Woo, we could talk oh, about man. both of those yeah. and uh, knows how to care for a pet. Um, but the communication piece, man, if you just think if, you're, if our kids know how to speak well mm -hmm. uh, and write well, they're probably going to be very successful in whatever they do from a career standpoint and as an adult. And so many don't today because our right. noses are down on, in phones and on screens. And um, and we all, of course, with as homeschoolers, people think our kids don't know how to talk well. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, but that one's a critical one. And some really need to work at that yeah. uh, if that's just not natural for us as parents or in our home. Yeah. Yep. Um, the last one I want to hit on, and then I want to talk about one last thing before we close out is relational skills. I think it's one of the greatest blessings of homeschooling. People often ask me, especially we've been doing tons of interviews because the movie, you know, is now out 
And people will often ask me, what is your favorite thing about homeschooling? And I always say the relationship that I have with my kids. And mm. I, it truly is. I really, really, really like my kids. I really enjoy spending time with them. And it's not always easy to build that relationship. And it's not just the relationship I have with them, but the relationship that they have with their dad, the relationship that they have with one another, and then them learning to relate to everyone else around them. I actually, not that I want my kids to ever be hurt by friends, but both of my kids have had hurts and I'm certain that both of my kids have hurt others. And there's, there's even value in that because it, it helps them to learn this world's not easy to live in. And if you can learn to get along with each other and you can learn to get along with coworkers, you can get along with just about anybody and you're going to have difficult people in your life. So how do you teach your kids to have good relational skills? Yeah, that, it is critical. And you, we think about many adults we probably know um, that really struggle in, in these areas. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so um, yeah, so things like how to make introductions, how to develop and maintain friendships. Man, that, that's the biggest lament I got as a pastor. Parents would come and say, my child doesn't have a close friend. Yeah. Um, how, do, how do we help help them do that? Um, those phone texts, email etiquette kit, uh, who to date, uh, preparing for marriage. Yeah. Uh, those are biggies. And, um, you know, I think a lot of times our kids just, they replicate how we interact, um, not only with immediate and extended family, but our church, uh, relationships. Um, uh, and the, the most critical one is the, the best training ground with this is just inside of our own home. Yeah. Uh, how we interact with our kids and how our kids interact with their siblings. Yes. And uh, we say with our kids, you know, if we can't get it right here, good luck for every other, um, every other relationship. And so I yeah. think it starts with us as parents. Mm -hmm. We want to have healthy relationships with our kids. Yeah. And the Bible has tons of um, tons of, of principles in this area. Colossians 3.12 is one of our favorites that we come back to pretty regularly. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's tons of them we could, we could look to. And are, are those being played out in our home? And, you know, for our kids, we want them to be best friends with their siblings. We tell them that we want yeah. them to spend time together and, and we, we work towards that end. Yeah. Amen. Relational skills are so very important. Okay. I'm going to run through really quickly again, just so you guys have the list, but get the book because the book has the list and then it, it literally dissects all of these things. Um, so the 10 categories that we can look at as parents that equal the 50 things every child needs to know before leaving home. And it's not that you have to stick with this specific list. And we're going to talk in a minute about how you can kind of create your own plan for your family. But the 10 categories that they talk about in the book are firm foundation, Christ-like character development, biblical beliefs and worldview, uh, spiritual growth, life skills, relational skills, work and money management, home management, personal care, and educational essentials. That really encompasses everything. So once we look at all of those 10 categories, you talk at the end of the book, and I haven't gotten to the end of the book yet. So, so I'm going to let you give this spoiler alert for me. Um, you talk about a do-it-yourself parenting retreat. Talk about that a little bit. What is that? Yeah. So this helps us as parents uh, hit, the, hit the pause button and to really uh, think about how, are, how have we been doing in this past year or whatever time frame, and where do we need to be going in the future? Mm -hmm. And a lot of 
the time we're so busy doing the work of parenting, we don't stop and just take a breath. And, uh, and so whether this, you know, we've had different seasons as parents, Jen and I, um, where sometimes when our kids were really little, all we could do was it was an evening at home. Yeah. Um, some years, you know, it was, uh, I remember one year we did a, a Saturday out and found babysitters. Um, our favorite is if we can get away for a weekend each February, we try to do every February and we just spend some time praying and discussing and where, you know, where do we need to be going? Um, this essentially is, is a whole list of questions on specific subject areas. So I'll just read a couple of the topics. Um, and it just really allows you guys to talk, which is great. Uh, so remembering the past year, parenting role, um, parenting goals, um, strength and affirmation of children, man, they need to hear from us, mm. uh, communication with our kids, spiritual climate of the home, our relationship with each child, uh, family health and schedule. That can get out of whack real fast. Yep. Uh, extended family. Um, and then there's just an area of how we've been doing in different areas as parents, uh, church involvement as well. Um, and that, you know, there's no way we're, I, we don't want those to all be covered, but kind of pick and choose where mm-hmm. we're at right now in this year, or this time frame. And um, it really just helps us kind of, uh, kind of get some things on the table and, okay, maybe we need a tweak here or this helps us really focus in in this area. And then we can hit the gas pedal and become a little bit more intentional in what we're doing in the next six to 12 months at home is kind of the hope. Yeah, I love it. And this is a great way for parents to get away and and not just talk about their parenting, but really build that relationship with one another as husband and wife. Um, and you know, if you're listening to this and you are a single parent, do this on your own. Um, maybe Maybe find a friend that knows you, or maybe you can go with, you know, your mom or, you know, just another really close uh, church member, somebody um, who can come alongside of you and encourage you in this and maybe help guide you through the next year with your kids uh, to, to be successful and intentional in parenting your kids. It's so very important, you guys. We are living in a time where there's nothing, nothing, nothing that matters more than pointing our kids towards Christ. It's what it's all about. So thank you, Josh, so much. Thank you for writing this book. Thank you for sending it to me um, so that I could see it. I was so excited and we're excited to share it with you guys. So um, we really do appreciate all that you are doing. Um, tell us again, really quickly, where people can find out more about you and your ministry. Renewanation.org. It's all one word. Uh, and then gospelshapedfamily.com is where I blog. Okay. Sounds great. We'll put those links in the show notes. We will, of course, link to the book in the show notes as well. Thank you guys for joining us this week. It has been an absolute honor to have Josh with us. I hope it's been a great encouragement to you. Um, If you've not watched the movie, go to schoolhouserocked.com. Find the watch movie now button, click on it. Um, DVDs will be out very soon. So you guys can have the opportunity to, to purchase the DVD and you can watch it that way. You can keep it. You can hand it out to friends. You can buy it for you know, Valentine's Day. Isn't that a great, (laughs) a great resource for Valentine's Day? Everybody wants Schoolhouse Rock does a Valentine's Day gift. Um, But be encouraged by the movie if you've not yet seen it. And then I want to ask you to do something. Would you consider a donation to the ministry of Schoolhouse Rocked? We are a family who lives um, 
off of donations and sponsorships really for this podcast and then you know anything the the little bit that comes in from the movie um, but this is our ministry this is what we do and we would love for you to to just link arms with us and help support us financially so that we can continue with this ministry continue bringing you encouragement and resources and all that we have Um, you could go to schoolhouserocked.com and find out there how you can make a donation as well it could be a monthly donation one-time donation we would love that that would be a great blessing to us have a great rest of your week we will see you back here on monday with another fantastic guest bye What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.